Good morning from Skift. It's Wednesday, March 10th here in New York City. For daily updates in your inbox, subscribe to the Skift Daily Newsletter at skift.com daily, sponsored by TD Ameritrade. TD Ameritrade's learning experience is curated from their vast library of exclusive content and customizes to fit your investing goals and interests. Get started at tdameritrade.com education. Once again, that's tdameritrade.com education. And now here's what you need to know about the business of travel today. Skift has long speculated that online travel agencies might launch soft brands. And now travel comparison site Kayak is attempting to do just that. Executive editor Dennis Shaw and hospitality reporter Cameron Sparens write about how Kayak is partnering up with Lifehouse to launch a new 52-room tech-forward hotel in Miami Beach. The Kayak Miami Beach was a Lifehouse property that was a victim of the pandemic-induced travel collapse. It will now serve as a test lab for a Kayak-developed software package for independent hotels. In an interview with Skift, Kayak co-founder and CEO Steve Hafner said they plan to offer guests contactless check-ins and checkouts through the Kayak app, a trend that is hardly revolutionary. There would also be 24-hour access to hotel staff and support through the app, as well as amenities such as smart TVs and Marshall speakers. Whether independent hotels would see any value in using a software package through the Kayak app is still a wide-open question. Next, we shift to the airline industry, where another IPO is brewing. Frontier Airlines is the second low-cost carrier in a month to file for a public listing, clearly seeing opportunity in the prevalent assumption that affordable leisure travel will rebound first from the pandemic. Denver-based Frontier filed paperwork on Monday with the Securities and Exchange Commission saying that it's looking to raise $100 million in the offering. The filing comes just after Sun Country Airlines filed for an IPO in February, writes airline weekly editor Madhu Unikrishnan. Finally, we explore how follow-up testing factors into the recovery of live events. In February, the Stronger Together joint trade show in Orlando was the first of its kind to trial an on-site testing program. Then news broke about a cluster of infections related to a much smaller testing bubble on the other coast. So how reliable is testing? Determining exactly which factors are operative in an event's safety success is a challenge, particularly when relying on studies that simulate ideal conditions and near-maximum compliance. As with vaccine testing, the real efficacy data comes from the latter, the real-world examples. Event MB's Dylan Munorcio and Angela Tupper take a close look at the trade show's safety measures and compare them against conditions that caused an outbreak after an event held in California's Culver City and how the public actually came to know about it. For travel stories and blogs on this and more, head to skift.com. To find these stories and more insight into the business of travel, subscribe to the Skift Daily Newsletter at skift.com daily. 